0: So speak life, speak life To the deadest, darkest night Speak life, speak life When the sun won't shine and you don't know why Good evening and welcome to Speak Life Global Ministries I'm Pastor Jimmy Honeycutt Coming to you tonight with some things that's on my heart Over in the book of Ephesians 4 and 26 It says, Be angry and sin not Let not the sun go down upon your wrath neither give place to the devil let him that stole still no more but rather let him in labor working with his hands that the things which is good that he may have to give to him that needeth. let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth but that which is good to the use of edifying that it may minister grace unto the healers hearers I'm sorry and grieve not the Holy Spirit of God whereby you are sealed unto the day of redemption let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice, and be ye kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake hath forgiven you. We see today in society, especially in the church world, I made a statement this week to some people, to uh, some pastors and and different ministers that uh, we I don't know why it is the church eats its own. We seem to have bitterness and malice and wrath in our heart. We're not allowing the forgiveness of God to come in. We we hold things. Uh, it's it's sad. It's it's it, it's really troubling to see the hour that we're living in. Sometimes we just have to let things go. Let it go. Just let it pass. If you've been done wrong, you feel you've been done wrong, ask God to forgive you so you don't allow bitterness to come into your heart, into your life. Allow the circumstances of life to keep you in bondage because when we don't forgive, we cannot be forgiven. And so it is very imperative that we as Christians begin to listen to the Spirit. It said, and be ye kind one to another, tender hearting tender-hearted excuse me forgiving one another even as God for Christ's sake hath forgiven you you know I'm not gonna get on here and 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 just basically lambast you or anything like that I'm gonna give you the Word of God what the Word of God says is for all so whosoever will let him call upon the name of the Lord and when we as Christians understand what's involved in that and be ye kind one to another. We have got to be without spot or without blemish. I've always said this. Uh, a per, you can get mad at somebody. You can have aught against them. You know what the Bible says about aught. You can have all this stuff against someone. But let me tell you something. Until you forgive and move on, you're allowing another God to be a part of your life. Because you, if you can't move from glory to glory, and if you can't allow what's been done, what's been said, what's what what you've heard, what you may have witnessed, what you, it doesn't matter, these things will keep us in bondage, these things will keep us in a place that we have to understand that God is saying over in Colossians 3 and 13 it says, forbearing one another and forgiving one another, if any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you so also do you, that is telling me that in this hour that we're living in, we have got to go to the throne room, we've got to go to the father we've got to go and get ourselves right I, uh, you know we i'm going to paraphrase right here just a little bit you know the where the bible talks about uh the beam in your brother's uh, you know the the, the, be- the moats in your brother's eye and not considering the beams in your own eye we have got to get to this place enough is enough move on Get past it. Allow the presence of God to come into you. And some some people say, "Well, I'm past it." Well, when you're past it, it no longer holds you in captivity. It no longer it no longer consumes your time. It no longer is there as a as something that is constantly. Uh, Agitating, because I'm here to tell you There's going to be agitations There's going to be things in life But I'm here to tell you There's too many people lost And going to a devil's hell For us to be caught up in situations And be caught up in things That is not pleasing to the Father I give an account for me That's all I can give an account for Somebody else, some some other ministry Some other thing, somewhere down the road Overseas, it doesn't matter At the end of the day The Lord, when I stand before that righteous judge The Bible said that I'm going to give an account count the deeds that I've done in this life, whether they be good or would they be evil? I cannot allow someone else's uh, could've possibly been a wrong, might've been a wrong, can be a wrong, to interfere with my relationship with God because what happens is we get so caught up in those things that we miss the now. So many people are caught in the past, so many people are caught in circumstances, and I'm here to tell you by the Spirit of God that we must forgive and move on. It's kinda of like this, as long as you move a skunk, even after it's dead and it's carcasses, is just nothing but bones, as long as you keep moving it, there's gonna be a stench. But it's time that we allow the presence of God to come into our life and come into our heart and allow that, that forgiveness to come in. It doesn't mean that you have to fellowship them. It doesn't mean that you, if somebody's done you wrong, it, but you have to forgive, you have to move on. It doesn't mean that you uh, side with them, but what it does does mean if we are men and women of God and we're the righteousness of God we can come together and believe we're all working for the same place it's called heaven and I can't sit here and tell you how to do how to to do your work and you can't sit here and tell me how to do my work what we have to do is we have to work while it's day because the night coming when no man can work and we really have to realize this that and be ye kind one another why is that so difficult in ministry in the church world today that we We have preachers against preachers and worship leaders against worship leaders and Sunday school teachers against Sunday school teachers and churches against churches and fathers against sons and sons against fathers. The Bible tells us that day is coming and we are there now. We have got to get back to the righteousness of God, begin to hold on to the horns of the altar and declare and decree that the Lord liveth and I'm not gonna be entangled as I ministered last night about being entangled in the yoke of bondage again. I'm not gonna allow these circumstances to come and take hold of me, and I'm here to tell you, if all you can talk about is the wrong that's been done, you will never get to the victory of being the winner. We have got to get to the victory. We have got to get to a place in him that we call on him, that we sound alarm. We have to sound alarm to ourselves. We have to sound alarm to the mountain. We have to sound alarm to the lost. We have to sound alarm to the righteous. We have got to make those things right. The Bible says that he will make the crooked pass straight. We've got to come back into an existence in God with some prayer and some supplication and I'm here to tell you if you're still going back into to Egypt, you've not got victory. Get out of Egypt. Get to the promised land. Stay in the promised land. Focus on the call. Focus on the job at hand and don't go back into it. Don't go back into the bondage. Don't allow the bondage to take you. Let it dry and let it die. We have got to Get to that place It's not my place to call you out and tell you. It's my place to present the word Work out your own salvations With fear and trembling That's what the word of God said Now some people say Well I, I, I just can't let it go Well if you can't let it go Then you that's a God to you You've got to let all of this hurt And all this uh, Whatever the situation may be in your life You've got to let it go Because it becomes a consuming force And all you can do is it just breeds negative, and it it breeds unrighteousness. And I know a lot of people say, well, I don't agree with that. Well, tough cookies. I don't care if you agree with it or not. It's the biblical. It's based by the book. And if you'd open it up and look and see, you would find those. Forgiving those. It said tenderhearted. Forgiving one another. What is the problem with forgiving? Just because you forgive someone doesn't mean you got to go have dinner with them. <coughs> Excuse It me. doesn't mean you have to be friends with them, but I'm here to tell you if we cannot work together down here on this earth, how are we going to work together in heaven? How are we going to exist in heaven? I do not want to get to that gate at that judgment throne of God, and he said, depart from me you workers of iniquity. I've got to hear him say, enter in, thou good and faithful servant. I've got to hear him say, you fought a good fight, you kept the faith. I've got to hear him say, come on in son, I've been waiting for you. And I'm here to tell you, as long as we allow the circumstances of life and what somebody might have could have said would have said and did say that don't matter let me tell you something if you've been in ministry any amount of time you've had some stuff said but i'm here to tell you by the glory and the magistration of the love of god and the grace of god you can arise above it to, you can the bible said though i beat my beds in hell thou art with me I, sometimes it may feel like you're in hell but let me tell you something you can rise up to the place uh, and you can get victory over it to, but i'm here to tell you as long as you dwell on it to, you're it's consuming you you have got to let it go every one of us has those weights the bible talks about about the weight and the sin that doesn't easily beset us. We have got to let it all go and begin afresh and anew. And I'm here to tell you uh, you may not think that it's hurting you, but it's hurting you. Your your integrity and your 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 work and your walk because I'm here to tell you we're an examples of everybody. We're books being read. And a lot of times all it takes is someone to to see something they don't like and they'll write you off. But that's their problem, not yours. I always remember Remember what my dad said. Uh, if, is there enough evidence to convict you of being a Christian? We've got to be righteous. And I'm here to tell you, if I I've got a lot of ministry friends out there. Some we agree on things and some we don't. But that doesn't change the fact that I can come together and I can worship God. I can be in the presence of God, and I can edify him. I can edify my brothers and sisters. That doesn't mean that I put my approval on everything they do or everything they say, though, because I'm here to tell you, when it comes to the word of God, I'm gonna go to the word. I don't care what anybody says, if it's contrary to the word, it's, it's not gonna work with me. I, you know, it doesn't mean I lose confidence, it just means that I have been in a place that I can rightly divide the word of truth for myself, and I have an understanding I pray for that understanding. I pray for that the de- delivering power of the Holy Ghost to come into my mind because the Bible said, let this mind be in you which was in Christ Jesus, that we walk not off the flesh but after the Spirit, uh, and those that mind the things of the flesh, uh, but we got to mind the things of the Spirit. Uh, and I'm here to tell you, don't allow the circumstances uh, of troubles, uh, of uh, whatever it may be. I don't care because I'm here to tell you uh, we have got the short time to get a work done and it is very imperative that we hear what the master has to say it is very imperative that we call upon him Uh, it is very imperative that that if we're allowing these circumstances that we fall down on our face uh, and we cry out with the power of the holy heart uh, saying father let this cup pass uh, and let me become righteous in you Uh, let me walk in your your spirit, let me understand in your spirit. Don't allow these things to come in and take its so abode with me, but Lord, make me holy. Make me a non-judgmental person. We are not the judge. He, there is one lawgiver, and that lawgiver is God. And we have got to realize, church, that the importance of what's going on in America today, it is very imperative that we as Christian men and women of God ministry together and begin to hold Hold up the standard of righteousness uh, and quit allowing our personal feelings and our and our little hurt situations uh, and our egos uh, to keep us from moving in the presence of God. We have got to come back to the cross. Uh, we have got to come back to holiness. Uh, we've got to come back to hearing what the Lord said. Uh, the Bible teaches us uh, when he said uh, when he said this is my son in whom I'm well pleased. Uh, I've got to hear that. Uh, I can't allow the circumstances of this world to keep me in bondage. I can't allow what somebody may say, somebody may do to keep me and to hold me back, but I'm here to tell you the Bible says offenses must come, but woe to them that bring them to pass. I'm talking about walking on a street called holiness, walking on a street called straight, hearing the Father say, I'm here to move, will you let me move? I'm here to set you free, will you let me set you free? I'm here to do all that I have for you. Will you not hearken? Will you not understand that these things that you're allowing to come into your mind and take control of you and you're reaping? The Bible said if you sow the wind, you're going to reap the whirlwind. I'm telling you tonight that God has dealt with me on this today. I'm extremely troubled in my spirit for all the unrest in ministry and the unrest in the world. But let me tell you something. If the church and the ministry can't come to the unity of the things of God? How do we expect to deliver a world? How do we expect to win lost souls? How do we expect to hear him say, that's my child if we're allowing all these things to hold us in captivity in bondage? How do we do that? We don't. We become as a sounding brass and a tingling cymbal. We become as just a noise, a pestilence. I don't want to be there. I want the the ability of God to be in my life that I can speak those things and the anointing takes up. It ain't about Jimmy Honeycutt. It's not about a title. It's not about who I am. It's all about who he is. I'm a first and foremost a servant to the Most High. I'm encouraged to know That God loves us so much That he will send warnings He will send out a cry He will send out an alarm But it's left up to our ears To hear that alarm It's that still small voice That says crying in the wilderness It's that still small voice That God has for us to listen It's that still small voice That we're missing the mark We're missing the point We have got to come back To the place that there's more going on in the world today than what somebody might be doing. It's more important about the souls that need to be saved and the word and the influence. Don't allow the enemy to kill your influence because he'll do it. He'll do everything he can. I'm not upset at anybody. My heart is troubled for the things that I feel in my spirit My heart is troubled for all the the woes uh, and all the the heresies and all the, the lambasting and all of this. I want God to move into everybody's life. We have begot to speak life into people's life. There's been enough death spoke in the church world in the last 20 years, but let's speak life. Let's bring this thing back to full circle of letting God have control in our life. And when God has control in our life, we will keep our tongue bridled according to the word of God. Always was told if you don't have anything good to say about somebody, don't say anything at all. We need to start practicing that again in the ministry. And we need to start practicing that in our life. Sometimes it's better just to be quiet. Yeah, I found out if you just be quiet sometimes, you don't have to pray through for him a lot. But church, we have got to come to that place in him. We've got to begin to weep between the porch and the altar because there's so many out there, by, by their lives are, are being weighed in the balance and there, there's people taking their lives and there's times that we've got to stand before God. We've got to warn the wicked. It's, we've got to get past a warning the church and warning the church and warning the church. We've got a hunger and thirst after righteousness that souls can be built into the kingdom. I'm here to tell you if your heart's not heavy for what's going on in the church world today, excuse me, then you need to find out what's wrong with your heart. When when somebody's lost and they go out undone and it doesn't affect you, you need to find your place to pray. Jesus is coming back, and he said he's coming back after those that's made themselves ready. Without spot or blemish, and I pray every day, Father, keep me right before you. Keep me holy before you. Don't let my mind think of anything it shouldn't think. Don't let my mouth speak anything that's not uplifting to you. We've got to get to that place in him that we begin to cry out to him because I'm here to tell you, there's not a one of us in ministry that's not doing something that doesn't have lost loved ones, that doesn't have uh, children that may not be right before God, that doesn't have some form of family that's not right between them and God. But we we have no right to be the accuser of the brother. That's not our job. That's the enemy's job. The Bible said that he is the accuser of the brother. And if we're out there accusing our, if I'm out there accusing you and you're out there accusing me that I'm not doing the righteousness of God, I have lost the call of righteousness because I have picked up the wrong call. It's not my place to tell you that you're right or you're wrong. It's my place as a minister of the gospel to pray for you and to hold you up and to give you sound doctrine, to give you sound advice when God allows me to speak that to you. We've got to get back from being so critical and damning to the place that all we do is just keep driving another nail in a coffin. Why can we not speak life? Why do we have to tear down all that God has? Why do we have to continually falsely accuse or not falsely accuse or it doesn't matter? We've got to learn that there is somebody that everybody can reach. There's somebody that somebody can reach, but I'm here to tell you, if we continually to keep fighting among ourselves, and we continually keep tearing it down, what will he have when he comes back? Hallelujah, let me tell you something, what he'll have is he'll have a remnant. I've got to be in that remnant, because I'm here to tell you, Jesus is coming back and if you don't feel that in your spirit, if that doesn't make your blood curl to know that there's lost people out there going to a devil's hell, I pray that God would begin to deal with you. I pray that God would begin to unharden that heart and begin to speak to you. That he wants us to begin to worship him, begin to speak to him and begin to be quiet and listen to what he has to say. When he when that woman was caught in in adultery and Christ said, woman, where art thine accusers? He said, neither do I condemn thee, go and sin no more. We have got to quit condemning one another. We've got to show the love of Jesus to a lost world and a lost generation that has not been entitled to see the move of God like I've seen in my lifetime. The pouring out of the Holy Ghost in the manifestation of the Spirit of God. I'm telling you, my spirit is grieved so heavily tonight that we are missing the mark because we're so caught up in the superficial. We don't know what God wants. We just get caught up. But I'm here to tell you tonight when he spoke to me, forgiving one another even as God for Christ's sake has forgiven you. I wanted to come to you tonight and deliver this off of my, my heart. Because I'm here to tell you there's people dying every day that you know. And just in a matter of a few months, I've had 10 or 15 people that I've been around all of my life, off and on, that's went on to meet their reward. Jesus is coming back. I'm gonna pray with you tonight before I close this broadcast out. I'm truly concerned about the state of the church because According to the scripture we've lost our first love Because if we had the love of Christ in our hearts We'd be weeping between the porch and the altar We'd be making sure that our hearts right and our mouth is shut that we wouldn't be saying anything That's derogatory about anyone Father as I come before you tonight Lord as I delivered what you've laid on my heart Lord, I ask you would open up our ears, Lord, that we may hear what you have to say to us. Father, that we have the grace of God to minister, Father God, without a judgmental spirit, but God, we present the evidence. And Lord, as we present the evidence, Father, you're the judge. Father, you're the one that will, the Bible says that you said let the wheat and the tares grow together and you do the separation. God, let us learn that it's not our place to do the separation, but it's your place. Father, I ask you this in the name of Jesus. May you be blessed tonight. May you find out that God loves you and he's so concerned about you. I'm Pastor Jimmy Honeycutt. i would with Speak Live Global Ministries. I love you. I want to see you prosper. I want to see your your soul prosper and you be in health. I want to see you come to a place in God That he has for you. May the Lord richly bless you. Good night.